Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. back to the Repair Podcast, everybody. My name is Pagan, your host for this brand new recap episode of uh, 2021. And joining me is my lovely co-host, Dan. Why, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Dan. Hello. Hello. Uh, How was your New Year's, firstly? Like, how did everything go? Oh, New Year's was pretty good. Um, Obviously, we're in quarantine still, but we did do like a Zoom New Year's with some of the replayers and just kind of hung out on Zoom and had a few drinks, a few laughs, and it was good. Good times. That's good. Making it's the most nice of it. You could, <laughs> yeah, you could still get together with with everybody over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, we had more of like a quiet, it was just myself and Adam and the cat. Yeah. Very nice. The cat. <laughs> You're watching something about Lord of the Rings, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, so it was a nice, quiet New Year's. Yeah, I'm sure most people's New Year's was quiet <laughs> for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Oh, well, what can you do? I think, like, I would rather have a quiet New Year's and then, like, be able to go traveling or something like that, like, later on Mm. in the year than have, like, everybody get COVID. Although I will say, (laughs) we didn't go into lockdown until the 20th or the 30th of December. Um, So we went into, like, a full-blown lockdown two days before the New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve. And now we have, like, the highest cases we've ever had of COVID Mm. in Ireland. Because of the backlash of being like out of lockdown for the like the three weeks into Christmas, mm-hmm. and we were in like a level three lockdown, so you could only be like you could only meet certain people type thing. Um, so that that was great crack. But, but. <laughs> other than COVID, which is what twenty nineteen slash twenty twenty gave us, uh, we did have a wonderful year of retro replay. And we did have a we wonderful year. The um, we sure did. Um, the very last episode, we actually didn't do an episode of mm-hmm. our podcast on, which was their Christmas special with Sean yeah. Aston, uh, that we could touch on briefly today. I thought that was a freaking cool episode. I've got to oh lie. God. It was so good. Nolan became a Goonie. That's right. Oh, my God. It was like that alone was probably like one of the coolest moments of the year. Right? Just because who doesn't want to be a Goonie? <laughs> From I, Sean Aston. I- yeah, I was so like, and I like you could see Nolan was quite touched by it like as he well, was like, and like a little bit of emotional. Like you could oh, see him actually kind of like a little choked up, and just like his eyes got a little bit of a glaze to him. I was getting choked up when I was watching it. I was like, "Oh my god, this is really cute!" Like I love this. Um, and then like it just didn't seem to like show up anywhere on the internet, and I was like, mm. "Has nobody recognized this is cool?" <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a really really cool uh, episode as well. And then they got some special. Very exclusive um, new photos from Uncharted, the movie um, mm-hmm. from Sony. So thank you, Sony Movies, um, for for exclusively partnering, essentially, with Retro Replay to release those content. So that's pretty yeah. cool. It was um, uh, two new dive. photos they showed off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two yeah. new photos. We got Drew's new theories, which were actually really cool. I'm looking forward to getting into that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really interesting. I think like I I'm very excited and the more that they release stuff on Retro Replay, the more excited I am. Mm. The fact that they have, you know, chosen to like um essentially like help Retro Replay because Nolan is Nathan Drake. Oh yeah. Um is just such a cool thing. Like I'm such <laughs> a like I geek out about it. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so cool." Yeah, I was thinking about um, that rewatching that episode too as far as like the fact that Sony would give Nolan North, the guy who portrayed Nathan Drake, which is like, as far as like how important he is to that franchise. Like, yes, he made Nathan Drake a character. He's he is what made Nathan Drake who he is. But still, Uncharted is so much more than that. Yeah. And the fact that Sony would give them anything as far as exclusive insight into this new project, the, the, being the movie coming out, is just. That's really awesome, and just I can't imagine what did Drew have to do. I wonder <laughs> what did Nolan have to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I actually think like that's what makes me more excited for the project is clearly they value Nolan, um, his input, and yeah. Who, yeah, and who he is and how he built Nathan Drake as a character. So I feel mm-hmm. like if you have that much care and attention for a character that you're basing your film off of, I have more faith in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited. I think this is like a really cool episode and it was great to get it like just on Christmas Eve, like a little Christmas, uh, you know, present for us all, um, to have and learn about the Christmas traditions around the world, which yeah. should be cool. Those yeah. Fun facts that we got to <laughs> Those fun facts. Honestly, the pooping log was hilarious because <laughs> Nolan was like, have we fact check Pagan on this? Because I don't know yeah. if this is real. That's so, real, Nolan. I've had people in the YouTube comments confirm as well. So just so everybody's okay, <laughs> that's totally real. So it's basically um, a pinata that you put like fresh food in? No, not at all. You would think, but no. That's what it sounded it like. It is an actual log. Mm-hmm. It's an actual like tree log that they put a face on um, with like, you know, like beads or something. Like, like you can actually okay. make a face like out of it. Like they do like arts and craft kind of thing. Yeah. And <laughs> if I can send you a photo, like you can insert it here. Yeah. Um, but for like our our viewers on YouTube rather than the listeners, um. But if you like, it's just a, it's a tree log that they've put a face on, right? And then all of their treats are like spread out behind them and then covered in a blanket. It's to sort of like, uh, I guess to ruse the kids, I guess, okay. um, so that they go over, beat the log with six, and sing their um song about beating it with six and yep. <laughs> hope they poop good. Um, and then they like unveil the treats and it's because it's come from this log and it's because oh. they beat it with the stick. And stuff. So, yeah. So I, there's a, like a video and everything on YouTube. Cause I, I mean, was like, this can't be real. <laughs> and I had to Google it. Colon health um, is important. So you got to beat that right? poop out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so that was cool. I really enjoyed doing, um, uh, some of the notes for that and some of the research for that because that was really interesting to learn about from from other places in the world. Mm. Speaking of yeah. that, we yeah. have the Krampus, which I only know of through the name of that movie. I didn't know it was like an actual thing from a part of the world that believed in the like polar opposite of Santa Claus that like if you were bad, this monster yeah. is going to come and kill you. Yeah. This is an Austrian tradition. Um mm. And that was strange because I also know about that movie. That's a horror movie, right? Krampus. Yeah. Um, 
And this is clearly based on like a real tradition that if you're oh. bad, bad things that happen and Krampus is going to take you away. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, if there was ever incentive to give to your children, it's that. <laughs> I mean, I've read German fairy tales as a kid, but I never heard about the Austrian Krampus. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because if you See, don't this know. Is, this is what's I'll... great about on our Retro Replay lately. You just learn a whole bunch of new things. Mm. Like stuff happens all around the world. And now we're getting to find out through their new format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All these fun uh, facts. All of these beautiful facts. Um, so speaking of new format, obviously there was a massive change to the way Retro Replay was run last year. And mm. so let's do a quick recap on, oh, on that and um, and have a chat about level three. Let's do it. Um, I would let's say. Let's do it. Um, I feel like we have to start with like well, the big one. Refresh my memory. What happened first? Okay. I think lockdown happened first because they yes. released the two um, two like forgotten footage episodes. Remember? Right, we got the Black Tiger episode that was a lost right. episode from season one because they were trying to make new content for us without being in the studio. And yes. Troy was still present at that time. Yes, that's right. And then um, once um, they announced Troy's departure from mm-hmm. the show, they then did like an immediate follow-up, I think the week after, with Nolan, and that was from his house in quarantine. So mm-hmm. it must have just been the very beginning stages of, of, of COVID quarantines. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think, like, I mean, obviously, Troy's departure is a big thing but, for yeah, a lot of people that were watching the show. Troy's definitely um, a big part of it because, yeah. I mean, he was, as far as we knew then, 50% of the show. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, um, not that he was a hundred percent. I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, good to no, be I back. would agree. I think like with, with viewers and stuff like that, I think it was very clear that you could see that there was clearly a, uh, Troy fan base, a Nolan fan base, and then a retro replay fan base. For sure. And I think you could see those clear divides, even in live chats and communication online and Twitter and things. Mm-hmm. So when Troy was leaving, um you could see that 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 was notably going to cause a big divide like Mm -hmm. because people were already fans of troy they'd come to the channel from being a fan of troy and then they have left the channel from being a fan of troy yeah because they were there for troy exactly so i mean big change but i think they've done extremely well we've got amazing content since oh absolutely um, especially given the whole freaking quarantine Mm. thing happening like we've had um the Uncharted playthrough, the Uncharted cast um, reunion, Uncharted 3 cast reunion, which blew my mind. That is definitely one of my top moments, I've got to say. Um, Yeah, I I love that. I thought that was fucking amazing to get everybody in on Zoom. I feel so jealous of Drew (laughs) to be involved in that conversation. Like, you're in Um, a Zoom chat with some of, like, the most talented people to come together for a project, like Uncharted. Not to mention just being able to talk to uh, everyone else that's a big part of Uncharted and having that experience, like you're right, that was definitely one of the coolest things that I still think wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for COVID and lockdown. So mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. In that way, it's special, I think. I think so too. I think like having that um, constraints, I mean, like how are we going to work this? I think it worked really well, especially mm-hmm. with the initial episode of the cast reuniting um, with Amy Hennig. Um, that was just such a special episode. And I think, um, I definitely, yeah, I, I don't think they would have approached it in the same way because they wouldn't have had to get everybody into the studio. Mm-hmm. 
you know, even if COVID wasn't there. So the fact that they all could zoom in and it was just a normal thing at that time because yeah. COVID. Mm. Um, yeah, it works pretty well. Well, you got to imagine, too, that a lot of those people would have been much more busy traveling, doing yes. projects. They wouldn't have been available all to come together for one thing like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that the the lockdown and COVID allowed for this unique situation for everyone to be able to come together and be a part of this yeah for sure yeah. and it was a, it was a really enjoyable time watching the uncharted 3 playthrough with richard as well with mm. nolan and richard doing it together and then having guests in i thought it was a really great way to uh, continue the content and like i think you really do have to commend retro replay for um their creativity and i guess their like dedication to the channel because their studio was shut down um the whole country basically mm. shut down and a lot of people would just crumble under that kind of like pressure but they put creative heads together and uh came up with something amazing and i think everybody really really enjoyed it mm-hmm. um yeah for i think sure. having richard on the show was just something special I, if you look at my notes for uh like some of my favorite things to come from level three i put richard mcgonagall richard mcgonagall richard mcgonagall <laughs> The fact that we got to enjoy like an entire like series of shows with him present and just Mm -hmm. him being him, I think is a in itself (laughs) like a great special thing. And I'm I I will say that many times that there were special things. (laughs) Special things. Special. Uh no, I think definitely one of one of the highlights for sure. Um in terms of like top moments of level three. Richard McGonagall is definitely up there. Like we all want to adopt him as our grandfather now. (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. We were on his cameo page recently and like all of his um, like preview cameo thumbnails are all the same because it's just the same face that he has Mm. like when he's about to say something and it's in all of the thumbnails just in different outfits and different locations and it's so adorable. Mm. I can't. He's so cute. Um. Uh, other notable changes soon after that was um, the memberships revamp- revamping uh, memberships 2.0 which now included things like um, Zoom. Zoom hangs mm. with the crew and the cast um, which I think is such a great addition as well. These are for specifically for Drew Soup and Altered Beast members too mm-hmm. um, so that if somebody does want to support the channel for I think $24.99 a month and then $49.99 a month is that right? Um uh, yeah, like I twenty-five and fifty dollars, I believe. Yeah, states-wise. So it's, yeah, that's the same in euro. Yeah, I think. Um. So yeah. So for like twenty-five or fifty dollars a month, like if you wanted to contribute to the channel and support the channel, then what mm-hmm. they're giving back to you is literally time in a group with other individuals of your tier uh, of your tier, your membership tier. Yeah. And then with Nolan and with Liam and Todd and then the crew. Which mm-hmm. I think is valuable information, especially for the creatives in the community as well, who want to ask more questions about projects that they were involved with, with audio, with editing. Um, so I really enjoyed those those two editions in particular mm-hmm. uh, for me is something that I thought was really great. And the membership pin. Yeah. I think the membership pin is such a great way to commemorate um, a 12-month anniversary as a member of Retro Replay YouTube channel. We send it out to you in the post such a gorgeous little pin and it has really kicked off really well with the members so i think oh for sure that was definitely one of the highlights for membership and perks that, for me this year 
I can say too that that's for anyone who's been a member for a year, like on any mm -hmm. level, it doesn't matter what level. So like even just me kicking in my five bucks a month that I've done for, you know, a year, I got that cool little pin. So yeah, obviously I like to support the channel. I like to provide them with something because I appreciate the content. I like all the work that they're doing and the content that they're providing me. But then I got that little pin and it's like, all right, cool. You know, they're giving me something mm. for my time and money essentially besides all the other stuff they're already giving me <laughs> yeah so. exactly i think like it's just it's a really nice touch as well as the content like the content mm. is all free and accessible on youtube and then we get those nice small little perks of either the the zooms or the competitions or mm -hmm. uh the holiday card which also went off such like so well <laughs> this year um and then of course the pin i think that was like in terms of memberships, that was definitely a highlight for me to see that they were revamped and that they had really considered yeah. what happened with members and 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 their feelings towards what the perks were at the at that moment. Yeah. And obviously, there was a lot of perks that we couldn't offer after COVID, like um, live show tickets and stuff like that as well, because of COVID, everything was canceled. So, yeah, and to give them a shout as far as the like um, changes and accommodations they made for membership perks, because we had talked about membership perks back in what was it March or April when they revamped yeah. them originally they, because yeah. of lockdown because of covid they had a lot of people were asking about like you know what about the the events what about cons like all these things that were tied into the events you know that came along with membership perks but obviously we can't do that now so they've adjusted it to be more virtual or digital experiences yes. you know to include everything that you were just mentioning so i think they did a really good job to still provide something similar to what they had originally promised just mm -hmm. they can't do it with lockdown and everything and they're not doing yeah. live shows anymore so exactly good workaround good workaround yeah um and i think it paid off really well so that was definitely a highlight for me regarding uh members last year yeah. um good stuff shortly after that was another highlight from members i think uh in the community because of we got to play uncharted for multiplayer live with nolan and cooper who? Uh, who with some of play? the members huh <laughs> who, got who, who got to play Who's... uh some kids. <laughs> some kids some nobodies to quote the youtube quote <laughs> <laughs> some nobodies yeah there's a youtube comment on it was like i didn't pay to watch these nobodies and i was like who you call nobody buddy poor nolan's up there working his ass off <laughs> right nolan right? is doing his damnedest not to die <laughs> playing some uncharted yeah, no, it was us. good. It was it, it was really really entertaining, and I liked the I liked the fact that there were members up there. Um, obviously it was yourself, myself, Grace, and um Tina, mm -hmm. uh, TCAV, um, which have been like avid members of the community for a very long time, and I thought it was just a really nice touch for them to want to involve us. I think yeah, that was sure. really a great idea. I would love to see more of that in the future, obviously. Yeah. Um. But I thought it was a hit. I thought it was a really great event for both the podcast in 2020 as well as uh, the show and Retro Replay in 2020. Mm -hmm. I think like that was a big moment for both of us at the moment. Oh, my God, for sure. And obviously the big thing for me was that was my first time meeting Nolan, like personally, like actually meeting Nolan. I did not know that. Yeah, I never met Nolan before. How did I not know? Well, I'm sure I did actually We've know. We've talked it's about really it at least. Now. We're yeah. like... Uh, <laughs> Because in the previous episodes, like in the past, I had talked about how I look forward to meeting Troy and Nolan. I'm like, I'm looking forward to either trying to go to this con or that con. 
And I was actually asking them constantly about if they were going to go to um, Chicago because I was looking at going to the Chicago con that was supposed to happen last year. And they didn't really give me an answer for a while. And then they finally said, nope, we're not going to that. And I was like, ah, crap. But then I moved to Texas and it was like, oh, are you guys going to RTX? But then they left Rooster Teeth and it was like, uh, yeah. hmm, I don't know. So up until that yeah. point, I still had never met Troy or Nolan. And that was my first face-to-face, -face, I mean, virtually, but face-to-face -face with Nolan, talking to him directly, him meeting me, knowing who I am, like name-to-face kind of thing. So that was a big part of that alone. And then to add on top of that, playing his game with him and us doing Arnold impersonations together. Yeah, so, I definitely. think like, I mean, <laughs> it's a highlight. <laughs> it, it's definitely a highlight for my year. <laughs> yeah for sure uh yeah no I, th I thought it was really good it was like a, just a really chill episode uh cooper killed it too um cooper was really good in that episode too so yeah that was cooper's yeah, I really enjoyed that. first time on camera yeah that's right yeah mm. yeah that was cooper's first time because then it was uh i mean he was there for quarantine with nolan yeah. live mm -hmm. from nolan's house and then we got father knows best Maybe a Father Knows Best. Yeah, that's where they announced Father Knows Best was coming yeah. and they were playing Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like that became their Monday, sh that became their Monday show, mm. uh, which used to be their playthroughs, obviously. And then now it's Father Knows Best. And I thought it was such a great addition to their roster of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Nolan in this, um, it's different. It, it was really nice to see Nolan in a different light, in the dad light, you know? Yeah. Um, the dad trying to embarrass his kid all the time. I think <laughs> it was so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you, cause you either really related relatable. to Cooper dealing with the embarrassing parent or you related to Nolan being the parent embarrassing his kid. Yeah. So I think that t it worked for someone in some level watching mm -hmm. that show. And that was also yeah. another, they found a way to create fun, entertaining content around the limitations of COVID and lockdown mm -hmm. again. Yeah. Exactly, because I mean, they had minimal staff. They like mm -hmm. Cooper and Nolan were from the same household, so they weren't breaking any rules or anything. So they, it worked really well. And again, they just came together creatively to make content for viewers. Yeah. I thought it was really good because Lego, um, the Lego games in general are always great crack to play as a family, and they're not too serious. So mm. anytime there was like rage moments or <laughs> like funny moments, like Mr. Bear and everything, I I just think it paved the way for that kind of stuff. Like if they had been playing another game, it might've been a little bit too game focused. Mm. Um, but I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed the, like the mix up between the two, uh, the two of them, the, the dynamic between them. Yeah. They had a, a special rapport between the two that just, it made it wholesome, but yet that unique Nolan filthiness, I guess. <laughs> Especially with the, all the like Yamadas yeah. kind of thing happening there, yeah. and then Cooper like, oh, feels. I, I kind of love that shit though. I think like when when Nolan's doing that and he's trying to embarrass Cooper, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely more relatable to me because my dad's so like that as well. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, I your dad that, just though. turns into Uncle Sale and does a <laughs> hundred. Yep, yeah, all the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The wispy Yeah, it's, it's gross, honestly. I'd, yeah, <laughs> I'd rather not be in the room. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was, a, it was a really great addition as well. And that was a big change, like, because 
Nolan was now left without, I guess, like the the partner on the couch. Yeah. And Cooper was the first to sort of, um, I guess, be seen in the studio with mm. Nolan as a, almost like a counterpart, which was cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed that dynamic. Uh, I'd love to then... see them play more like VR games, though. Like, yeah, like if they brought Cooper like back. Like Nolan and Cooper. Mm. I would love to. And I think like at the time, a lot of people were saying that as well, because I think I'm pretty sure Nolan mentions it in a in an episode and was like, oh, we've got to get him to do VR or something. Yeah, I think you're uh, right. Yeah, and I remember thinking really cool. we were saying the same thing too. Like it'd be cool if they went back to the VR with Cooper um, yeah. and tried out some new things together with yeah. the two of them. I'm and... sure they mentioned on the video. Dirty jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of dirty jokes and uncomfortable insinuations, Uncle Noli got his own segment on Tuesdays. Uh, which is great. The advice from Uncle Noli segments that run, and they were quite small segments as well, like mm-hmm. eight to 10 minute episodes, which I thought um, was a good idea. Just something small after Little the Father Knows Best. Um, yeah. Episodes finished. Because I think Father Knows Best was between like 40 minutes, right? 40 and 50 minutes. Yeah. Roughly 40 to an hour, I believe. Ah, okay. I think some episodes did run an hour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Noli got his own segment. And I think, like, they really, like, if you look back at the year of 2020 or level three for Retro Replay, they churned out some fucking content. Oh, yeah, for sure. I Even recapping for this episode and looking at everything that's come out over the course of the year, it's like, holy hell, they actually put out a lot between, like, proper mm-hmm. episodes, you know, Father Knows Best, the, uh, like, Quarantine, Uncharted, like, there's a lot of content that they put out. Like, holy hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, two to three videos, if not more, a week. Yeah. You know, for several weeks straight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And they were then adding um, uh, Get Good in on the mix as well with mm-hmm. Liam and Todd, Liam McIntyre and Todd Lassance, which was, I think, really interesting because now this is going to be on a Saturday. So it was, an, it was, I guess, a weekend show and it's mm-hmm. live for three hours, um, which is not great for euro time because euro time is like 1 a.m to 4 a.m yeah um but in uh i think everywhere else it worked really well in australia i think it was like 12 till 3 and then in the u.s i think it's pst 5 p.m till 9 or 5 p.m till 8 yeah for pst pst yeah, yeah so it's almost What's like this, a prime what is that time at your time i think it's usually 7 here 7 p.m oh that's not bad though yeah if it's if it's 5 pst it's 7 cst 7 Okay. Yeah. That was a great addition too. I think I think Get Good was probably one of their um most non retro replay styled content addition to their mm. roster, if you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. these were uh like they're two amazing actors, very funny and like such a great fit for the show. But here they are doing three hours of live content and usually the gameplay is quite current. Mm-hmm. Um, so Call of Duty or Fall Guys or something. So like games that are actually current in, um, in I guess, pop culture yeah. now. Um, which I think is a departure from what they were, like I guess, originally known for on a retro replay channel. But I thought it was a welcome change. I quite like the fact that there are um, there is a show on the channel now that they're exploring new games. Yeah, and they're uh, hitting the other side of the, the podium, I guess, as far as like... Yeah. With the show proper, it was always about the retro games, the old school games, the reminiscence and talking about the comparison of like, you know, this is how games used to be to now you have more modern games that people are talking about, you know, in the pop culture around video games. So I think that 
better fits that niche. So mm-hmm. as much as some people will watch uh, Get Good and be like, oh, this isn't retro replay. And it's like, it's not really supposed to be. It's supposed to be the other end of yeah. the stick. You know, it's supposed sure. to fill those people who come to retro replay and think this is too old school. This is too old games. I don't, I'm not here for this. I want to watch people play Call of Duty. They'll watch Get Good. Mm-hmm. So it kind yes. of fills that other side of things. Mm-hmm. I do also think like there was more of a demand to do live shows Mm. uh, which we also did see throughout um throughout covid as well we got like um like the reacting to artwork as well which was really cool that was a live um, episode from from nolan Mm -hmm. Uh, there's also when they originally got the uncharted um exclusive content photos that that was like premiered on the retro replay channel um that episode was completely live as well and they were like doing that and they were doing um an art book right and then uh no one mm. was looking through this art book and this photography book that was like collector's edition that's like four hundred dollars <laughs> or something like that oh, online the now. uncharted one yeah yeah um so i thought that was really interesting so this like this whole demand for a live segment really played well for get good as well for like the three hour live on a saturday to play concurrent yeah. games and the mm-hmm. those being live opens up the possibilities for the things that they i know they were hoping to do and get good's been getting some guests in and I know there's like the competitions they're trying to get uh, replayers to actually come and play and get good with Liam and Todd, mm-hmm. which is something that they can't do in the pre-recorded retro replay like yeah. they want to right now, at least. Yeah. So for sure, and I think because of like the gameplay that they're they're playing, I guess with Get Good, like it's uh, I guess more accessible for replayers because like mm. Among Us or Fall Guys or. Uh, Valorant, even though that was a terrible disaster. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch that episode. Um, but you know what I mean? Like those games that are multiplayer online, that is, I guess, more easily accessible for uh, replayers yeah. to join in on. Well, yeah, it'd be so much easier for someone to jump into a match of like Warzone with Liam and Todd. Yes. You can't jump into a match of Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> or something <laughs> with Nolan. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, with with Retro Replay proper, though, the the actual episode content that they're doing now, I did appreciate how they've changed it for COVID, um, which is, again, another big change for... Oh, God. Keep hitting my mic. <laughs> Watch out. Which is another big change for Level 3. Um, was like now they're zooming in guests, which I think works really well for them. Um, also in terms of the Retro Replay podcast, which airs every Friday, uh, because now we were getting like Nolan's interviewing a guest, uh, a voiceover actor. Um and you get the full length conversation on podcasts. And I think they are just gold. So mm. I thought that was like a really good change up. And the games now were not as retro as we were all kind of expecting. Like they played the the, the new Crash. Mm-hmm. Um, they played Walking Dead. Um, so I, I like the Telltale game Walking Dead. So I really like this change up. I'm kind of loving that it's like not always super retro. Some Some games are retro and I think that's great. Um, but then if there's like a modern version or a counterpart or something that they have touched on, like the nearest uh, Crash Bandicoot, for example, I, I really enjoy that about the, the show now. I really like that change up. Yeah. What do you think? Do you, would you, would you, would you prefer like just a show that's fully retro? Uh, well, to piggyback on what you said, I like when they will do like the comparison where they'll play a okay. new version of an old game, which they did a little bit in previous, like older episodes. Yeah. But I like the idea of let's play the old version and the new version for the comparison and we'll bring in a guest who may or may not have some involvement with that or at least Mm -hmm. in some aspect like 
Ross Marquand wasn't in the game, but he was in the show. The show, yeah. So that made it interesting for him to come on and be a guest for that episode. Um, I'm okay with them branching out into some of the newer stuff, especially if it's in a certain positive light. Like the Crash 4 video I thought was Mm -hmm. really good. And they brought in uh, Jess Harnell, talked to him and how he has been a huge part of voice acting over, you know, 20, maybe 30 years at this point. And to me, that kind of like pushes it and makes it more acceptable at that point. Uh, Whereas I do prefer it to be more the retro side of it, but I'm okay with the experimentation and expansion Mm -hmm. as long as they don't go too hard into strictly like let's play new games. Not to mention, I think they're in like a sweet spot for Nolan right now playing like PS2, PS3 generation games. Yes. Yeah. Because the we've all seen what happened with like Call of Duty <laughs> and the more advanced games that uh kind of break Nolan a little yeah. bit. I <laughs> I agree with you, but I can't lie. That Fall Guys rage quit was just mm. But think about this. Fall Guys is very simple. Yeah. Fall Guys is yeah. very simple. It's a very it's basic modern, premise. Though, and it is like frustrating as hell and i i really enjoy watching that i know i'm so, i'm so cruel honestly i'm just like i like watching nolan who suffer. doesn't love watching nolan suffer though yeah <laughs> <laughs> i say more rage quits <laughs> like let's All get him to play quits. something else like bloodborne or something um yeah I, I i don't know i totally i agree with you in one sense i think like the retro theme vibe for me was more like when they started it it seemed like these are games that troy remembers playing and Nolan's never played them before. Let's introduce Nolan. Whereas now I feel like the angle is so open because Nolan doesn't play video games uh, regularly. Yeah. I guess maybe not. Maybe now he does. But um, this like opened up a whole new world now. It's like, well, Nolan could literally pick up anything because he hasn't played it. You yeah, can be he, sure he that always he probably has a, hasn't. A fresh perspective on it, especially like when he played yes. Spider-Man. Like, yes, he he had no like experience with spider-man prior to that other than the original spider-man episode that (laughs) spider-man we all know that spider-man um and then you've got the addition of drew being kind of like the angel on his wing maybe kind of thing like angel (laughs) on the shoulder like just drew has got that unique uh perspective of he's either got a history with the game they're playing Mm -hmm. or he's got enough perspective of like man like this is a crazy game that came out on the PS2 I never knew about or something. And he can give that kind of insight to it that Nolan has no clue, but he just uh, can fill us with those little factoids or information. He's got that gamer perspective that Nolan doesn't have to be able to talk to us, talk to Nolan, but talk to us as the gamers who are watching too. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I also agree. I think the addition of having Drew more vocal on the show really helps out. I think a lot of people really loved hearing Drew's like tidbit, um, mm. I guess, instructions throughout like all of the Uncharted playthroughs or all of the Last of Us playthroughs. Um, I, I really enjoy that they've made him like more of a, of a character on the show mm. now and that uh, Nolan bounces off him for topics and tangents and as well as gameplay. I think it's really great. I can still remember a, a while back actually counting how many times i could hear drew off camera just giggling to himself and it was like oh i heard drew i heard a drew but now he's actually like incorporated into the show and i love when nolan does or says something that makes drew just 
like he just yeah, starts died. going <laughs> those are the best yeah I, yeah i think like drew is often like um because nolan is gold and i think nolan um is just so uh is such a performer um mm. and he's just hilarious and i think anytime that he would make drew laugh you can be assured that the audience is probably laughing as well um so drew's almost like a literal representation of us uh just off camera yeah. um and that's probably why I really like him off camera as well. I don't think it probably would have worked as well had he been on camera. No offense, Drew. You're beautiful and all, but <laughs> face for radio. We all want to um, see that beard, but I get what you're yeah, saying. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I really appreciate that he's off camera and that it just feels more like a representation of who we are and the replayers. And if it's funny for Drew, it's going to be funny for us. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really, I really enjoy that piece. Um, yeah, so yeah. big changes. Guess, like, <laughs> Yeah, those are some big changes for for well, yeah, because for level three. I mean, you're incorporated into the show now, doing some of the footwork or light work, I should say, for the show mm-hmm. and being a part of the replayer feud that they've been doing for the last couple of months. So now yeah. we've got, you know, talking with Drew between Nolan and Drew in the beginning, the topics and topics and tangents, um, which then usually rolls into gameplay which then goes into the interview, which then rolls mm-hmm. into replayer feud. So you've got this whole new dynamic of how the show flows and feels compared to how it was. What it was. So it's different and not not a bad way for sure. It's just very different now. And I think they can only continue to grow and expand on that. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Like, I, I couldn't believe that they wanted to do like like a replay or feud like a game mm. show and everything so i was so excited when that happened um i think it's really great to see the community up there um people who are interested in doing it people who mm. have like signed up to do it um that want to be on the show i just think that it's such a great addition and i really appreciate a channel that looks after the community members so well yeah as retro replay does and that's something that the community has been asking for for a long time is how mm. can we get more involved or how can we have something yeah. somewhere on this show and they've given it to us mm-hmm. where you know people can just come on and play this game with nolan so they can have a few minutes of time like on screen much like we kind of mm-hmm. had with the uncharted play yeah so. uncharted play through well the multiplayer yeah yeah um yeah Our and ours was a glitchy laggy mess that broke youtube so at least you guys get to do a pre-recorded yeah. <laughs> session with Nolan. I know, but shout out to Paul and Drew for pulling that bloody audio sync off. Oh my God. It was down <laughs> to the wire when they did that. So mm-hmm. well done, guys. Um, yeah, though I think like really big moments for Retro Replay last year. We had amazing moments for our show as well, for the Repair Podcast. Obviously, we were involved in the Uncharted playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a voicemail from Drew, and then that led to Drew and then uh, concurrently Stephanie stephanie to come back on the show mm-hmm. um it's just it's been a good year uh, you're working on the website you now produce content for uh, the retro replay show website it's www.retroreplayshow.com um, we're on the website we're on the website like the podcast yeah. is now hosted on the website and um it's just like it's been a crazy year like As... for 2020 <laughs> yeah. like being like covid sucks Everything else has kind of been great. I was just going to say pretty much in the same light that as shitty as 2020 was, it was pretty big for Retro Replay, for us in the podcast, 
and just I think retro replay community in general, you yeah. know, so everything you were just saying, like some good stuff, <laughs> some, some really good stuff happened. I'm looking forward to 2021. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick like a favorite moment out of last year, what would it have been? Podcast or retro replay related? Mm. Oh man, I mean. Now that I was already There's talking so about the many. meeting Nolan was kind of like hmm, meeting Nolan and playing with Nolan was pretty good. Uh, yeah. The I, I'll say this. Okay. Getting the first message from Drew and him telling us he listened to the podcast. I'll say that was my favorite moment because that was when we went, oh, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember getting a message from you being like, Drew just left us a voicemail. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't believe you. And then like you sent it through and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, how cool. Because uh, there was no prior like communication with him to that point. And we were doing the voicemails as just a thing for our listeners of, do you want to yeah. send us a voicemail and we can play it on the show? And then of all people, fucking Drew sends us a voicemail <laughs> saying like hey guys what's up you know like <laughs> yeah so that was the dream though and like i mean i think like myself and dan you know just to the audience um we've always kind of like this is where we wanted to go with like this show we wanted to make um a show by replayers for replayers to discuss retro replay um in just an open space that like we can all bring our different perspectives to and like let's just sit down and talk about games and nerd out about retro replay mm -hmm. and then like the show we make our show about <laughs> has like acknowledged our existence so we lost the damn minds okay a little bit <laughs> like, little bit little bit yeah that was a sick moment uh yeah. can't lie can't lie and i think if that's any insight to anyone out there listening to the show that there was a point in time where we didn't know Drew and it was like, oh my God, Drew's talking to us, you know? And now we're like, <laughs> you work with him specifically for the, the show. Oh, yeah. I work with him for the website. Like, It's incredible. <laughs> Honestly, I think like, I would not have believed you if two years ago, like when I was watching, so two years ago? Oh my God, maybe, yeah, two years ago, 2019. <laughs> mm. We're in 2021 now. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, like I was at like, comic-con and troy was talking about retro replay if you had told me that this is where i would be now be like mm. an intern podcast host um like i i don't know what i would have said to you i would have been like, like yeah yeah sure if you had okay. said that to me i'll just start a ago, podcast with someone i've never met <laughs> i would have looked at you like i don't even listen to podcasts what are you talking about yeah <laughs> it's so mad like the turnaround with this has been crazy but i think like we persevered through a lot mm. um and a lot of shit has happened personally for both of us in the last two years a year and a half that we've been going um so yeah i just think like i'm super grateful to have this mm. um like the repair podcast first and foremost like is our creative child <laughs> baby <laughs> this is our baby um and like we put a lot into it man and like i'm pretty proud of where we've come and how like how we got here and and who we are for sure yes. yeah and like you said like the idea that this came from us just shooting the shit one day getting to know each other and just like here we are pursuing a path of like a lifestyle that 
was literally something we talked about when we first met each other, like where we wanted to go with our lives. And to yeah. think that that idea has brought us this far in that time is a little unbelievable. Right. So thank <laughs> you, Retro Replay. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. Thank you, Retro Replay. Thank you, Drew, Paul, PJ, Steph, uh, everybody, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, literally, thank you guys so much for, for everything. Love and support and, like, actually um, acknowledging our show's existence. That's pretty nice. And for not firing me. It's also really nice, Drew. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm kind of I'm really excited for 2021. I'm not gonna lie. I think like it it can only get better, right? Like COVID sucked last yeah. year. Um, so hopefully this year can only get better and we're only on the way up. Um podcast, yeah. retro replay content globally <laughs> in terms of health. Hopefully we're all on uh up in twenty twenty one. Yeah, so here's looking forward to 2021 and new and bigger things for us and the podcast new and bigger things for retro replay and we've got some thoughts we've got some ideas things that we want to try to do going mm -hmm. forward and i know we're looking forward to having drew rejoin us in the future yep. next week i believe and mm -hmm. talk about hopefully some give us our own version of the uncharted sneak peeks to what we can expect for a retro replay yeah. um i'm sure in drew's usual fast fashion it'll be very short <laughs> and very vague <laughs> but also quite specific <laughs> yes um so yeah. anyone listening to this uh you can look forward to that we're gonna have drew back on the show to kind of give us a little bit of insight into what to expect from retro replay when they return in a few short weeks Yes, in a few <laughs> short weeks, hopefully. Um, I don't think they have a date set down right now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Drew will be on the show to discuss, um, obviously, what we can look forward to with Retro Replay in 2021, as you said, Dan, as well as give us a little bit of insight on to the website and um, its content mm -hmm. and uh, how potentially you as a creator can be involved. So yeah. um, feel free to tune in next time. And if I can add on to that, we will also mm -hmm. be having the site uh, content managers, curators, uh, Stephanie Watson and Brandy Brown on the show with us. And they will be speaking specifically about that. So oh, uh, for those who will be interested in having any involvement with the website or wanted to be a contributor, hopefully that's a question we can answer on that episode. Excellent. Um, and they will be the ones to talk to. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to our recap for uh, 2020 or level three and the retro replay show here on the replayer podcast. Uh, again, my name is Pagan. That is Dan. You can Damn. find me over on Twitter at Pagan plays or on Instagram at Pagan underscore plays and Twitch at Pagan underscore plays. And Dan, we can find you at. Uh, I am Stark Evash on Twitter because <laughs> and I am Stark <laughs> Evil Vash on just about every other platform. If you want to come check us out on Twitch and watch some Twitch streams. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, and we'll I've link been... all of that below. <laughs> it's always linked in the show notes. It's always linked. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions for uh, Retro Replay Show membership-wise, you can send it over to members at retroreplayshow.com. And if you have mm -hmm. questions for Retro Replay um, uh, and you want us to send it to them, we can do that via the podcast in our um, like replayer um, questionnaire segment that we usually run on our show. Mm -hmm. So feel free to send us in those questions to the replayer podcast at gmail.com. Cool. Awesome. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>
Game over. Next year, guys. Game over. <laughs> Bye. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.